We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make low-maintenance bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we had nobody coming into the showroom, so we started doing virtual visits via Microsoft Teams. We're able to see two or threefold the amount of customers we used to be able to see. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. I really think it's gonna set a standard for retail moving forward. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Defenses for you, and with me, as always, my man, my host, my co-host from the Great White North. You can follow him on Twitter at Statsman22, Mr. Paul Bruno. What's up, brother? Oh, it's a beautiful day here in the beautiful, sunny, and warm White White North. <laughs> See, Paul's trying to make it seem like it's warm up there. Come on, Paul. Come on. <laughs> no. I took off my Eskimo gear earlier today and went out for breath of fresh air. Uh, it's actually about 85 degrees here. Wow, that is quite nice. All right, so <laughs> the myths of Canada being colder are a lie. That's what Paul's saying. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, James Seltzer, and uh, as I said, we'll dive right in. we got a lot to cover today. Uh, let's get into it, Paul. Uh, let's start out with those tight ends uh, as we look. Uh, of course, we do have uh, an interesting situation heading into tonight. We are going to get into the whole tight end breakdown, but why don't we start right away with Rob Gronkowski at the top. He is, uh, we do not know if he is going to be playing against Houston tonight. Obviously, the quarterback situation looks like Jacoby Brissett will be under uh, under center. Is there any chance you're taking the risk on Gronk if he's in the lineup tonight? No way. As long as, <laughs> as, long as he's uh, questionable with that hammy, uh, I'm not touching him. And, and even I might not even touch him against the Houston defense at all, given the third string quarterback that they're going to be forced to plug in. I'm wondering if a wide receiver winds up throwing a couple of passes for them in that offense. Edelman <laughs> is the backup at this point. Yeah, it's a good point. And the Garoppolo <laughs> injury was one of those weird ones where it's like, he'll be out of six weeks. And then it's like, wait, he could play. And who really knows? I agree with you. I am, uh, even if he is in the lineup this evening, I'm not playing Rob Gronkowski, Martellus Bennett, the only tight end I'd consider in that game. But 
Paul, let's jump in. Let's start with uh, those two top options, and then we'll get into the the six and the five thousands. But we have two guys outside of Gronk and uh, seven thousand or above. Jordan Reed at seventy five hundred. Greg Olson at seventy eight hundred. Are you spending at tight end this week and going with either of those two guys? You know what? Olsen, to me, is a quandary, given the matchup. I was thoroughly impressed by the way that Minnesota limited Green Bay's uh, high-octane offense, and this is just another one with the added factor, of course, of Newton's legs as well as his arm. So uh, he might use Greg Olsen a little bit here, but I just worry about how how good that Minnesota defense has been. Uh, so I'll shy away from that one. And Reed is a, is a, obviously a top-notch option against a suspect New York defense. I, of the two, I think I'd lean in Reed's direction more. Uh, he's targeted 18 times so far this year, so a key part of that offensive mix and uh, could pile up some yardage there. Yeah, I literally could not agree with you more. If I'm paying for either of the two, it's going to be Reed. I almost, and I wouldn't do it in season longs, you don't have the same type of options, but I think this Minnesota defense is going to be one of those defenses that over the course of the season, you find yourself sitting guys against more and more often. Top, top five defense for sure in my mind. Really, really good. So I would shy away from Olsen. Read a better play. But again, that New York offense is a lot better than it was last season. At least it seems that way. Um, though I do think if you're going to attack them, the tight ends and, and Reed does have a mismatch there against those linebackers. So I don't hate Reed for the price. But for me, let's get into more of the guys who I'm probably going to be considering this week. Let's go from 6000 to 6900 Delaney Walker, the high end there, down to that 6000 price with Jason Witten, Travis Kelsey, and Antonio Gates. What do you think about this range before we really get into those values? Well, I really like the Delaney Walker opportunity there against a dreadful Oakland defense. They have given up more passing yards than anybody, I think, so far this year. And uh, the tight end position in, in Tennessee is one of their more stable options in the passing game. He was a perfect six for six in terms of targets last week for 83 yards against a bad Detroit team. He could easily top that against a, a wretched Oakland pass defense. In terms of other options, there are some question marks around a guy like a Dwayne Allen, for instance, in the Indy offense. You'd, you'd think he's a, a great option given the quality of their quarterback, too. But he, the fact is he may split time with Jack Doyle there, so that might not be $6,100 well spent. You mentioned Martellus Bennett. He is the primary option in the New England uh, tight end circumstances given Gronkowski's uh, situation. But I find him to be a boomer bust. And it might be bust time this week against that tough Houston defense. I'd rather look at a guy like a Travis Kelsey against the Jets. Uh, much better matchup than he got last week when he was uh, converted five for seven for 34 yards. I think he got a big chance for a better game. And then, of course, my guy, uh, the man crush that I have, Jason <laughs> Witten. Uh, a good matchup this week uh, against a, a terrible Chicago team. He's been targeted 18 times already and uh, has established a good rapport with uh, the rookie quarterback in, in Dallas. And finally, I'll mention Antonio Gates at Indianapolis. He may get more looks with Woodhead and Allen nursing knee injuries there. So this is a veteran guy who could be a focal point in the San Diego pass offense. Yeah, I don't know about nursing. I would say Dunzo with knee injuries <laughs> there. But um, I, I agree with you as much as uh, I hate Jason Witten as a Cowboy hater. Uh, <laughs> he's my favorite play in this group here. He's been getting the targets. That Chicago defense, not very good. We saw Trey Burton go nuts. Not really nuts, but, you know, 49 yards and a touchdown is a good day for a tight end on Monday night for the Eagles, and he's a backup tight end. So 
really like Witten. For me, it's those three guys at 6,000, and really those bottom two with Witten and Gates, who are the two who stand out for me in this range of players. And as you can tell, I'm leaning more towards the lower end of tight ends this week. None of those top options really feel like great values to me, but both Witten and Gates with the opportunity that they have and the matchup, obviously Gates going up against that atrocious indie defense. I think those are, are two guys you really want to target today. All right, Paul, let's get into the, the real nitty gritty here. Let, let's, uh, let's wait to do those sub 5,000s because we got enough right here in this five to 5,800 range. Um, any of these names stand out to you? Sure they do. Jacob Tammy against uh, up Atlanta against another poor uh, pass defense in in New Orleans for fifty five hundred bucks. You get a guy who's been targeted sixteen times in two weeks with one hundred and twenty six yards among the leaders of tight ends in terms of yardage gained and along with that touchdown. And then uh, look at another ter- I'm looking at a lot of terrible defenses this week. Cleveland again, one of those. Miami has uh, Jason Jordan Cameron who had a Five catches for 49 yards and a TD against New England. He gets a much softer touch this week and could pile up bigger yardage there. And then Jimmy Graham is a guy I'm keeping a really close eye on in the Seattle mix because he played 80% of the snaps last week against Los Angeles. So it looks to me like, like he's getting pretty close to 100%, and uh, he, he should do better than four catches for 53 yards that he got last week. Then uh, that, those are the guys that jump out at me more. Uh, Clive Wolford is an interesting one for for uh, the Oakland team, uh, he he has seven for, seven catches for 50 yards and a TD against Atlanta last week. Gets to face uh, Tennessee. Good opportunity there because they like to throw the ball around. And then one final one that I'll give you is Vernon Davis of Washington. He uh, he had, was a perfect five for five for 51 yards against the Cowboys. Oh, sorry, I dropped down to 4,600 bucks. Well, I, I gave, I gave ahead here. I gave that away. <laughs> I got a couple more in reserve there. so I'll We got to get people to keep listening, Paul. You know, you can't <laughs> give it all away once. Yeah, um, no. yeah, right. <laughs> I actually agree with a lot of those names. Uh, for me, it's the, the, there are two names, three names, excuse me, at the bottom of this 5,000 range from uh, two at 5,000. One you mentioned, I really like Clive Walford. Scored the touchdown last week. I think he's going to be a bigger part of that offense. They love to pass. Tennessee struggled last week against the pass. Uh, but I, I like Dennis Pitta as a better $5,000 option. 12 targets last week against Cleveland. He had nine catches for 102 yards. Uh, and look, Pitta was a big part of that offense before he got hurt a while back. Him and Flacco have uh, been together for a while. There's clearly chemistry there. So I think as long as he's healthy... And price this cheaply. Dennis Pitta, one of the best options on the board for me. And then assuming he plays, I know he's questionable. It's an entire mashing that they might not even have anyone who can play in Minnesota because everybody's hurt. Uh, But if Kyle Rudolph is out there, I don't love the matchup, but I do like Rudolph. He's played well. Him and Bradford seem to have pretty immediate chemistry. Bradford, a big fan of checking down to the tight end. So um, I like Kyle Rudolph this week if he's on the field. All right, Paul, now it's time for you to give it away. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm All right, let's, go back. let's go to that 45 to 5,000, the real values here. All right. Uh, at 5,000, I've got Jack Doyle on my list with uh, Moncrief out four to six weeks. They may opt for a two tight end offensive set, and this guy has uh, caught seven of nine balls thrown his way for 72 yards and two TDs already. So he has been a part of the offense. Could be more this weekend against San Diego. Then uh, dropping down alongside Vernon Davis, who I really like uh, against the Giants, I'm going to give you two guys that are facing each other in uh, in the Battle of Pennsylvania. I like both sides of this equation, and i got, got to give you a fist bump 
uh, here, partner, because last week you called uh, Trey Burton, and he delivered with five catches for 49 yards and a TD versus Chicago. I think it's going to be a little tougher sledding against Pittsburgh, but uh, he's their go-to guy while Ertz is out with that rib injury. And then on the other side, I like Jesse James a lot here uh, for Pittsburgh at 4500 bucks. He's 8 for 12 in terms of uh, the targets this year for 60 yards and a TD. And I think he's grow, uh, getting a good rapport with one of the top gunslingers in all of football in Big Ben. So that's uh, where I have a little bit of faith in James. Yeah, those are my two guys you just mentioned, Burton and James, opposite sides of that matchup, both min-priced. Uh, James had a touchdown last week. He's been getting the targets. Part of that offense, you know, obviously they've Antonio Brown, but after that, you know, it's Eli Rogers, it's Marcus Wheaton, it's Sammy Coates. There's no one who's really a go-to type of guy like Martavis Bryant was last season. And I think Jesse James is kind of eating up some of those targets and some of those opportunities. So really like him. And obviously Burton, we saw what he could do. We see that he's a part of the offense if Ertz is out. And I would guess that Ertz is going to be out. Um, so I love those calls. Uh, big, big fans. And actually helps me before we uh, jump into the defenses here. You mentioned that Don Creep. Dante Moncrief is out for six weeks, which thank you for reminding me that I have a team with Dante Moncrief, Adrian Peterson, Amir <laughs> Abdullah, Oops. Arian Foster. And the reason I say this is because you know what? DFS is just better. It's just better now. And, and that's the beauty because fantasy football fans, the wait is over and football is back. And that means that FanDuel is back. And this year it's better than ever. It's not just a new season at FanDuel. It's a new era. They've upgraded your entire experience with real improvements for everyday fans. And they believe you deserve to be sports rich, which you can experience everything sports has to offer, making you sports rich. Try the new FanDuel now. Just pick your team, stay under the salary cap, and have all the fun that fantasy has to offer. New to the game? Play in a beginner's contest to learn the ropes. If you have a dollar, there are games for just a dollar. There's 50-50 contests where the top half on cash, or you can even settle a score with friends in FanDuel's brand new friends mode. It's season-long fantasy football with weekly teams. Plus, new new features ensure a, a fair and level playing field. And as I mentioned before, look, I have a team with like five guys who are done for the season. You know how much that sucks? It is no fun. <laughs> season long is just a grind. It's not even a fun grind anymore. DFS, on the other hand, is fun. Every single week, you get a new lineup. I don't have to worry about the fact that I lost Adrian Peterson or Amir Abdullah or Dante Moncrief or a whole list of other guys because guess what? I don't have to pick them, and that's the beauty. It's a brand new week each week instead of the same old thing, and, and it's why it's the best, and that's why it is so much fun to play, and you can have all the fun that football has to offer, all the fun that fantasy has to offer, FanDuel be sports rich. Special offer for new users. Get a free six-month RotoWire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Just go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, you get to play with that $10 on FanDuel. It's, it's such a no-brainer. It's $40 in value, over $40 in value for just $10. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. All right, Paul, let's... Uh, Let's jump into those defenses, into the man's the man's game. Defense is uh, is where the butter is breaded. That doesn't work, Paul. It's where the bread is buttered, Paul. See, I was close. I was close. All right, Paul. Let's jump in. We got three defenses at the top here, five thousand dollars or above. Uh, are any of them going to be in your lineup this week? I'm a big fan of Seattle's defense this week. They're hosting the San Francisco 49ers. That's a Blaine Gabbard led. 
Niners offense that's going to be way overmatched here. That's the only one that I like in this uh, stratosphere. Otherwise, there I find there's more value down below. I think there's more down, value down below regardless, but obviously that Seattle D against that San Francisco offense in Seattle is uh, probably worth the 5,400, but I, like you, I'm going to jump down. Uh, though I don't hate that Arizona defense against Buffalo because Buffalo is not a great offense. The Greg Roman firing, that's a little... Uh, iffy situation but either way i'm going to jump down and get some of these other values here so let's discuss them paul let's just round out the group 4300 up to that 4900 range there are a few teams in here it's really only 4800 is uh is the next highest there are a few teams in here i like uh who was standing out to you well i uh, i look at the kansas city situation we talked yesterday about some of the jets uh, top receivers being banged up that gives me great hope for kansas city to to hold down uh, the Jets' offense and come up with a good game score for 4,500 bucks, the Packers is another uh, good option, 4,400 bucks. They've dominated the Lions in this series for a long, long time, particularly at Lambeau, and uh, I, I like that matchup for the Packers. They have they have to lick their wounds over a tough division win. Uh, the division loss last week. I don't think they're going to lose two in a row in the Central. And then finally, I'm going to lean on my Cowboys for 4,600 bucks. They're facing a second. Now nah, they're facing a second-string quarterback and a bad Bears team. I look for a very low score. I might even call a shutout here. Oh, man! He's, <laughs> Paul is cowboyed up right now, and I love it. I wish I could take my Eagles, but uh, I am not going up against Ben Roethlisberger. All right, I got a couple uh, names here. Um, 4,800. Uh, Cincinnati is a good offense, but... Anytime that Denver defense is under 5,000, I'm probably putting them in my lineup. We saw it last week against, you know, Andrew Luck and all that. Dominated them, came up with a defensive touchdown on top of dominating them. I really like that Broncos D at that price. In fa I'm shocked. Honestly, anytime they're under 5,000, it's a must play in my mind. Uh, I agree with you on the KCD. I like that play, especially with the injuries that they have. New York at 4,500. The Giants, I don't hate either with how well that D has been playing. And, of course, Kirk Cousins being really, really bad at football, so that helps as well. Um, and I hope, sorry, any Washington fans out there. Uh, Minnesota at 4,400. I like that Carolina offense. But, again, it's similar thing to that Denver defense where this mini defense is so good that I probably roll them out there anyway. And then the last one, and this is somewhat dependent on health, but Andrew Luck didn't practice yesterday. He is banged up. You just mentioned the Moncrief injury. That Indy offense is hurting right now. And uh, if Luck is out, especially uh, 4,300 for that Chargers defense, who looked pretty darn good against Jacksonville last week, not the craziest play. All right, Paul, before we get out of here, uh, anything, uh, anything going on this weekend for you? Uh, you won't be on tomorrow, correct? No, that's right. We're marking a wedding anniversary here at the Bruno household, and I'm off to Montreal, one of the fun uh, party cities in Canada. In fact, part of, probably one of the top party cities in North America, I would say. And uh, we're looking forward for, to a few good days of R&R &R and a lot of fun and laughs. That is awesome. Congrats to you and the wife, Paul. While you're having a good time, I'll be holding it down and working, but... No, I'm kidding, Paul. Uh, enjoy it. That is awesome. Uh, for us, Paul and I will be back together with you next Wednesday, breaking down wide receivers, wide receiver Wednesday, as we like to call it. Uh, so until then, uh, Rotowire DFS podcast will be back tomorrow without Paul, but uh, we will be back talking kickers, getting you set 
for the weekend. And then, of course, back next week with a total breakdown of everything. So, again, for Paul Bruno, follow him on Twitter at Statsman22. I am James Seltzer. This has been the Rotowire DFS podcast for Thursday, September 22nd. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.